Welcome to the UFTA Podcast. Hosted by Emily O'Connor and Jordan Rudolph. The UFTA Podcast brings you a surprisingly fresh take on everyday topics in health, fitness, and everything in between. We want to open the door to explore new information and new solutions in a way that's easy for you to understand and apply to your own life. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Oofta Podcast. I'm Jordan Rudolph. And I'm Emily O'Connor. Happy to be back on with you for you guys for another week. For me, uh, happy to be back with you after a couple episodes away. Uh, you'll still hear my voice is still a little bit rocky and rough. Um, hopefully, there will be no sneezes or nose blowings being happened or happening during this episode. But If they are, we just make them uh, outside enough that I can graciously cut them out for the listener of this podcast if it gets too crazy. Yes. Uh, we are following up this week's podcast with a twofold thing. It's kind of piggybacking off of Emily's solo episode last week, the role of personal responsibility, I think is what you called it. Yeah, I don't remember taking, the exact. Re- taking taking... personal responsibility, something yeah. like that. Uh, really good episode if you guys haven't listened to it. Uh, go back and listen to it, episode 44 from season three, just last week's episode. Uh, but we're taking that a little bit of a step further and also in a different direction. It's also important because we've been having discussions of this with a lot of our nutrition consult clients and even just people on the floor that we see on a day-to-day basis um, because it matters and because we're often wired, like, like us as humans are wired to not really focus on this specific thing. So the title of today's episode is... Celebrating Wins to Achieve Bigger Goals. And why are we talking about it? Well, I kind of said why. Well, like, yeah, what, are we, like, what are we talking about? Right. Like you said, it's easy to focus on what's not going well, right? Our attention is immediately drawn to that. But when we can focus on the wins, when we can focus on what is going well, we know what habits, we know what to repeat to continue moving in the direction that we're going or to change that direction just slightly, right? It also brings us into more of that positive mindset where we don't feel defeated all the time. We don't feel frustrated and some of those other negative emotions that can actually hold us back from continuing to take action towards our goals in the first place. Mm-hmm. So Take I think time. it's a little bit of twofold things, really. Yeah, for sure, for sure. If and, not more. And, and basically, like human human nature, the way that we are wired now. I don't even know if I I don't even like saying this. Um, number one, when we usually pick up uh, pick up any newspaper or news, it's usually we're we're usually teased with some sort of headline article that is got some sort of like, oh wow, I can't believe it happened, or oh wow, I, I got to look at this. And yes, there's bad stuff that happens every day, and we should know about it. But a lot of people, like, like there are legit very good studies and evidence and research on this showing that, like, a lot of people don't like just hearing about good news things. Mm-hmm. Okay? People don't like celebrating other people's success. They mm-hmm. don't like hearing about all these good things, and they don't like hearing about happiness. I know that sounds crazy for me to say that. I didn't even want to say it. Okay? We would rather, and we tend to stick to and talk about more, watch longer, listen harder to bad things. Mm-hmm. Okay, We are wired for that. The deep marketing company knows that. The psychologist knows that. The news company knows that. I don't even know if I want to say the government knows that, but we all know that. Like Everybody knows that. Okay, So we're more wired to hear about bad things and we actually seek it. Mm-hmm. Okay, Whether that makes us feel better about ourselves, whether it makes us want to say, like, wow, there is really bad people in the world and I'm not a bad person. Whatever it does, we, we tend to seek to bad things. 
What happens then on a day-to-day -day basis is that we also focus on the bad things. And to piggyback then from what you said off last week about that victim mentality, that's probably been the third or fourth time we've brought this up in this episode. Yeah, at least. I just kept referencing old podcasts last right, week right. every time I you brought did. it up. <laughs> one of the big things I wanted to make sure we touched on here was that one of the words, like a phrase that you use is when you feel like you're the victim, right? And you feel like you're being the victim and, and whatnot. The, 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 if you want to talk about the role of personal responsibility is we only feel the victim if we put ourselves there. Like, you individually listening to this listener, M, you and I, if we feel like we're a victim or if we play a victim in certain roles, which we all do, by the way, we all do it. If we play those roles, we put ourselves in that situation. Mm -hmm. We wanted it to make us feel like that. We wanted more attention. We wanted people to feel sorry for us. We wanted people to help us out with something. We wanted people to bring all of that attention to us because I'm not getting it elsewhere. I'm not being fulfilled, whatever it is. Again, the list could be endless, but there's deep down rooted, seated things that could be from childhood for a lot of us there going on a tangent but we're wrapping it up here in this part That's of it okay. when, when we when we focus on those bad things we tend to only look for bad things okay so when we search for them we search for victim we search for being that victim because everybody around us is doing it a lot of people around us are doing it again intentionally and unintentionally um, so it, it creates this almost like want this habit to get after those if we can rewire that by making sure we're celebrating wins and honoring success and, and celebrating wins for ourselves in particular, but also others and being happy for them and, and celebrating that moment, there's a rewiring that happens. And it's the same rewiring we talk about with gratitude, right? When you start practicing gratitude and, and putting down what you're grateful for, you start rewiring your brain to also think about your daily actions of how you're grateful for everything that you start doing and you start picking up on all of the things that you're grateful for and the things that are good happening. Mm -hmm. You just rewire it. You see more. If I get a white Jeep, okay, I get a white Jeep, and, and, and yes, I know there's a couple other white Jeeps in town, but now I see, all of a sudden, I see how many white Jeeps there are in town, and I realize, like, how many Jeeps there are in town. Like, wow, I didn't know many, I didn't realize so many people had Jeeps, mm -hmm. okay? It's the same thing, you get your your new car someday. Yep. You're going to get a car, and you're not going to realize, like, how many, it's the, rea what is it, the reactive uh, RAS? Yeah, that part reactive of the brain. activation system. Something like yeah. that, yeah. Your brain, it's, it's just a, it's just a, it's how the brain is wired, guys. This is, yeah. this is this is a system in the brain that all of a sudden when we see the white Jeep, we see white Jeeps everywhere. We mm -hmm. see Jeeps everywhere, mm -hmm. right? Everyone else is knowing about this, too. If you if you think about when you're driving next time, think about all the blue cars or blue, whatever yeah. car, your car, and all yeah. of a sudden you'll see them all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's easy to start to recognize them, but like you said, we can also... In those moments of negativity, it's similar to like breaking a habit loop of something that we're already habitually doing. So if you're always, you walk in the door and your habit is to grab a snack, right? It's a, we have to find somewhere to insert a cue to break that loop, right? So when we're thinking habit loop, a lot of those things are done subconsciously. We don't really think about them as much in this victim mentality can be the same this searching for the negative things can be the same we don't even often realize to even touch on social media and like our phones we don't even realize when we open our phone we can often habitually just go to the social media app that we're used to scrolling right so even we need something to break this habit when we're thinking then in terms of are we searching out the negative or are we celebrating the wins and often that comes in the form of intentional to start. What can we start doing? Where in our day can we intentionally place a reminder? It might be an alarm. Maybe it's a post-it note. Maybe it's a 
journal that you leave on your counter or by your bed? Where can we intentionally place a cue visually, eye level, usually something that we can easily see that will cue us into, oh yes, I have to change my habit, right? Instead of just ruminating on all the things that didn't go well, on all the losses, to use the exact opposite term, what was a win from today? What was a good thing that happened today? What am I grateful for today, right? And when we, again, like Jordan said, start to recognize these, we can not only repeat them, we not only become easier to recognize them, but when we talk to reference back to the title of this episode, bigger goals, we can use them as evidence to ourselves that we can achieve bigger goals. So when it is a crappy day and things didn't go our way and there are negatives in it, we can use these former wins as positives, as, you know, Peggy, uh, pennies in the piggy bank, so to speak, to prove to ourselves like, oh no, like it's not all bad, right? It's never all bad. There is always something that is good in a situation. It might just not be readily apparent. We might just have to take a second to intentionally seek it out, to intentionally write it down and remind ourselves to focus on that as we move forward. The pennies in the in the bank and, and like kind of like you're, you're, you're stocking up, right? You're putting investments in there. You're, you're stocking up on your wealth. You're stocking up on your health. You're stocking up on these wins. Uh, we, we don't really put a value to that if we don't talk about it now, right? We, we don't chalk up like wins to losses and everything else from our personal lives. But our brain will seek whatever it needs to seek. So if we're, if we're now being intentional, like you said earlier, about how we're keeping the wins and what we're keeping track of... Um, those type of things can play a nice role into the future and and how we can basically play out in, in, in different ways, shapes, or forms of what we also want to manifest, create, transpire, mm -hmm. okay? Because we're going to, when, when we change from like the victim to the hero, there's a lot of things that when we see from the, from, from movies, we watch superhero movies all the time, whether they actually have a name of like Spider-Man or Superman on them movies all the time have almost always have a happy ending mm -hmm. right they, they pull in the conflict they have the climax they go through the conclusion there's a happy ending um that type of thing is essentially what we're looking for here in everyday life mm -hmm. and we understand that there's a tremendous amount of stress under people depending on their family situations personal situations uh, professional situations careers all that stuff in between um but what we what we can ultimately do is we still have full intention and, and full responsibility to how we act with those, how we decide how we want to respond. So we're asking you, listeners, to, to think about how you're responding, and maybe it's time to start responding differently. And, and this is like, this stuff that Em and I are talking about here is, is stuff that we see on a day-to-day -day basis, and it also falls in that bucket of sometimes it's not right now for, for some people, right? Like when we've got bigger things to hey, how do I get more protein in without eating 16 protein bars a day? Well, you just eat more chicken. Well, how do I do that without eating more chicken? Cook different chicken and eat more chicken. Eggs, egg whites, red yeah. meat, burger, turkey burger, fish, like cottage cheese, Greek yogurt. I mean, we can go on and on, right? right. We just don't need to go for a protein bar. Mm -hmm. So when we're helping somebody with those type of things, the wins aren't always the first thing that we look at, but they also might be the thing that changes the behavior. Mm -hmm. So they are powerful incredibly powerful mm -hmm. 
so they need to be acknowledged at some point. Maybe not first thing, maybe not second, but maybe. Yeah, I, I mean, I think so, yeah. It's especially to use that protein example, it's easy as we're changing habits to overlook the days that did go well. Like I just talked to someone this morning in the times that we're recording this, not in the times you're listening to this, um, but I just talked to someone this morning about their protein intake. And when we looked back at our journal, they were probably 40 grams higher than what we thought we were at because we found some other mistakes and all the things. So that was a huge win. And I was like, okay, like we need to take a minute like because we just dove into this like we need to eat more of this. What Jordan was just saying, it is black and white. But we also need to sit back and say like, okay, like we thought we were way further away than we are. This just got way easier and really nice job for doing this because it was very intentionally done from the first time we talked about it to the second time there were some changes and the numbers just weren't changing. So she was feeling like we were doing all these different things, but the numbers didn't add up. And turns out we were just making a simple logging error, easily fixed. I'm like, amazing. Now we time to backtrack, celebrate this win, and now we can kind of move on from there. So it was pretty cool to have her almost realize in real time of like, okay, wait a minute. Like, this is good. Like, I thought I was frustrated, but wait a second. Like, there are some positives from this. Yes, still room to grow, but there are some really big positives from that. So I think it's huge to just interrupt that and say, hey, like, here's here's a good thing. Like, this is a win. I've got three examples that have happened within the last 24 hours of, or less, mm-hmm. right? And, and all of them around, like, nutrition, but, like, celebrating these wins. Um, I'll go backwards and, well, I'll start with the first one. Uh, we have a lady that travels pretty frequently and typically would come back from travel and just kind of let the, the week play out. Instead, this time she came, she came back from traveling and she had everything ready and prepped at the grocery store right away, already had a plan ahead of attack. She did well also while traveling. Mm-hmm. Like she, she kept her nutrition goals for the most part that she could, um, which she typically wouldn't do. She came home and went right back into it and started pushing pushing that way, like like massive. For somebody that travels that much and has not really thought about that, like have that much intention behind it, I could not like express the the win of that. Uh, or going out to eat mm-hmm. and choosing something differently, right? That was another one that came up. Or how super super stressed full day at work, um, day week, a couple days at work, like a week at work that's been stressed and stressed in general. How a person would typically reach for candy or alcohol something like that to, to help them calm down but instead they were pushing to see if they could get a walk-in unfortunately mm-hmm. their schedule didn't but what they didn't do is eat poorly they waited until they could eat good again and then they did that mm-hmm. another one then is a person that was really struggling again stress related uh to really get anything going felt like their nutrition was out of whack felt like they couldn't get their gratitude in felt like they weren't getting their workouts in the way they wanted to they weren't getting their walks in like they wanted to like everything was spiraling and all of a sudden things start clicking. And I talked to her today after two or three weeks of this, everything's perfect, right? Workouts are there, back to prayer, back to gratitude, back to journaling, back to walking, back to working out, starting a brand new phase coming up this week, like excited about it, looking forward to it, all the things. I'm like, hey, what What was the first thing that happened that made everything else happen? She goes, I don't really know. I'm like, we need to figure that out because if we have a trigger and it makes everything else get better with it, we need to know what that is. And she goes, well, I think my stress just went away. I'm like, but something happened first. Mm-hmm. Okay? So what I said to her is usually when people start exercising or working out a little bit better, they're really not going to want to eat poorly with it. 
they're going to probably start sleeping better. They're going to want to do something with it that helps pair it, right? It's just, it's just a natural way of things. Um, but if people change behaviors that are positive behaviors and start feeling better about themselves and start feeling more confident and they're empowered, eventually what also happens is that they want to make sure they're taking care of their body. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it, it all leads back to kind of some exercise stuff, which is kind of cool. And it could be the thing that is the catalyst that drives everything, but it's also the thing at the end of the road that you need to address at some point anyway, because exercise is the thing that helps everything right all the other areas so there's four different examples right there of, of wins and i asked each of those four ladies to log it talk about it feel, like let us know how it felt make sure you understand how it felt put it in a journal entry everything we can so we can go back and look in this because when things are not going well when they're poor right when we're basking in our own shit if you will from that episode a few time, few episodes ago mm-hmm. like how long can you sit in, in, in into, the, into the into the mess um it's very hard when when your when your mind is muddy to, to think clearly, to think better. Mm-hmm. And you and I would be doing a massive disservice if we think like, hey, this is so easy, it's just logical. Like, yeah. just go factual here and not understand that we are dealing with an emotional person in front of us and that 99% of the decisions and responses that we make on a day-to-day basis are emotional. Mm-hmm. They're not logical. Right. We operate through emotion as a primary fuel source. Right. Well, and that speaks to the power of like either having a coach or someone, a community or a, and if it's not a person, at the very least, like a journal, something where we can get some of that emotion out and then have a logical sounding board to bring us whatever we're looking for. So whether that is advice, whether that is next steps, maybe it's just a listening ear to get some stuff off your chest. Maybe it's just need to get it out of your head and onto paper and we can revisit that then. Like, we might be able to just use that logic to our own advantage, even if we don't have a person to be that logical brain, right? As a coach, I think that's where we step in a lot of times because we aren't as emotional about the situation. We can recognize that there is emotion involved in it, um, and we care as much as, as you do if you're listening to this as a member of Unity about your goals. I guarantee you we care just as much about them. Uh, but we don't have that personal emotional tie to it where we can sit back and we can say with a little bit more logic what the next steps might be. And But speaking from personal experience, on my own things, I often have to get them out of my head before I can personally say like, oh yes, like that's the logical thing to do. So it's a thing that happens to everyone, like that, that emotional response, that emotional tie. And when we can take a step back, when we can remove a little bit of that from it, whether that's through time, whether that's through expressing it, or whatever the the outcome might be there, we can then take a step back to say like, okay, like what did go well in the situation? I'm not just all reactive and emotional and like annoyed, frustrated, all the negative words. I'm not leaning myself towards a victim mindset. How can I then step out and make myself the hero of the situation? Like how can I then take ownership over it how can i then recognize a win to move the needle in a more positive direction and positive direct and, and we're also not saying that you shouldn't be ever negative you shouldn't ever have these moments like you mm-hmm. will just be intentional of when mm-hmm. right that's all we're asking right. our listeners to think about right now like and if you do it often why mm-hmm. what are you really seeking out of it uh, because there's a lot there, there's a lot more greener grass on the other side when you can think about it that way and you can have you can, you can flip that mindset over to it mm-hmm. um, and again this is kind of like that one percent this is like that power of the slight edge thing if we can figure out how to harness this control this and move forward with this a lot of good happens with it going forward mm-hmm. a lot of good and it could be the one thing could 
be the one thing that's holding you back from achieving the next best goal that you're after because you might be the one holding yourself back on this and there's nobody out there that can change that behavior or change that for you except you but you have guidance and mentorship that can be done with it along the way absolutely doesn't include social media i don't include social media as a as a form of any of those things by the way right empowering confidence motivation from social media maybe yeah but guidance mentorship even education we don't need to go down our social media looking up fitness rabbit hole again. I think the listeners have heard yeah. heard that one. But I think it's all I agree. I agree. Cool. As always, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the UFTA podcast. We very much appreciate it. Please share this episode with someone who you think will find it valuable. Leave us a rating, a review, subscribe, download, all the things that help us to grow organically. And we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye, everybody. Thanks, guys.